Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like <gasps> Dave Single with a ten-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade. If you're into that, chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's. On the card only, single item at regular price. Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's six o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Zip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of... Meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Thursday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. We are joined now in studios. We are every Thursday for the 7 o'clock hour by Mike Schaefer, host of, co-host of Capper and Schaefer, also 24-7 Sports. Good morning, Michael. I'll let you get situated there. How are you? I am good. How are you guys doing? Good. By the good. way, before we get going, this hour is sponsored by Trek CBD. I've been told before we get into what is important there, uh, Schaefer, that it's buy one, get one half price until the end of November. Pearl Delta 8 and Serene 8, 25 milligram Delta 8. Buy one, get one half price at the end of November. What else can you get at Trek CBD, Schaefer? Well, I mean, you can get a sense of... Uh Peace. You can get a sense of relief. Yes. As we've talked about, it's uh, it's the kind of place, one, they have very knowledgeable employees and have been doing this for a long time. So you can kind of go to them and be like, this is what I'm looking for in terms of how you want to feel and, and what you're looking for product-wise. And maybe you just want some relief for chronic pain in your life. They're going to have op- or options and, and things for you to pr- sort of pursue. They're great. They have samples a lot of the times. Very knowledgeable people, Scott and Shannon, and uh, two locations here in town. And so I, I for one, might be looking into this. Uh, what was the deal again? Yeah. It's, a uh, two for one? To the end of November, buy one, one yes. get one half price. Pearl Delta 8 and Serene 8, 25 milligram Delta 8 through the end of November. Buy one, get one half price. Two for one is what I always yell at the end of the uh, the half when Nebraska <laughs> has a ball of about 50 seconds That's left. Right. And you want them to, to get off a good shot and then play a little defense and then get one more opportunity. What you don't want are two just chucked up three-pointers. Uh, and then a foul on the other end and two free throws. That's that's what Nebraska got against Creighton. That's, yes. That's not a good You don't want that one. two for one. That's a bad two for one. I get it, it actually ended up being a two for two. Yes. Both in terms of made free throws and possessions. Yes. Not good. Because that's Trek CBD, two Lincoln locations, 20, 27th and S and 84th and Highway 2. Mike Schaefer with us for the full hour. You can always get your questions in at 402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Nebraska... Plays a football game in two days. Schaefer, are you yeah, going? Are you, playing football. Are you going or not? I am not going. You're not going. I uh, I opted out of this one. What ro- uh, what road games did you go to this year? I went to Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan State. Oh yeah, Michigan State. And then I skipped Oklahoma, and I will be skipping Wisconsin. Okay, so. so you'll be you'll be at the Iowa. Ten game. out of twelve games. Not that's bad. A, that's a good year for me. 
Um, Nebraska is going to be an underdog. Obviously, they're a 10 or 11-point dog, depending on who you look at in this game uh, in terms of Vegas. Do you, do you feel like they will make this a competitive game to the end, or do you expect to see a team that knows, hey, we can't go to a bowl game? This team's fighting for a, a, a division title in Wisconsin. Like, what do you expect to see on Saturday? I, uh, I, yesterday on these airwaves on 93.7, the ticket on Happer and Schaefer, I made the case for why Nebraska could win the game. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Schaefer. Hello. Whoa, whoa. So, yes, I, I think that they can compete. I think that they can hang in this game. I think that when you get to the fourth quarter of this matchup, it could be something like 16-13 with Nebraska hanging around or maybe even Nebraska in the lead. So, I, I, I look at this as a, an opportunity for uh, for Nebraska to, to go into to Madison, play a team that they haven't beaten, and, and a team that they have actually performed well against in terms of offensive play in 2018 and 2019. Nebraska's put up more than 1,000 yards uh, against Wisconsin's defense when Scott Frost has been the head coach. They have they moved found it. ways to, to move the ball against defenses that maybe aren't as uh, – prolific numbers wise as this year's but did bring in I think and and I'd have to go back and check but at the time that they were playing something like a top three rush defense in the country that that Diedrich Mills ran through like a knife goes through butter so uh you know I I wouldn't by any means discount Nebraska's ability to score and or Nebraska's ability to put up yards and the other thing that makes this helpful is I don't know that Wisconsin has the ability to just go pile a bunch of points on Nebraska's defense. They've obviously done it to Northwestern and Rutgers. Right. Those defenses have been significantly worse than Nebraska's this season. So I think because of Nebraska's defense, because of Nebraska's ability to to at least get into the teens, this could be a game in the fourth quarter where the the Huskers hang around and they have an opportunity to 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 score late and make it interesting or to even potentially be ahead at that point. I mean Graham Mertz is still a liability. Wisconsin is doing a lot of what Iowa did earlier in the year in which getting teams to just combust on the field and taking advantage of that. <laughs> True. Uh, and that's not a sustainable way of life entirely. And Nebraska's coming off of uh, – they didn't turn it over against Ohio State. And so they, they're coming off of a performance in which, you know, if you get a similar game as you did against Ohio State, Nebraska wins that game. So obviously JoJo Doman's going to be out, but we, we don't know – as far as we know, they have the the rest of their players available to them for on Saturday. So I, I think Nebraska is going to hang around all game. I really. Where do. are you going to watch it? Where am I going to watch? Yeah, it? we're going to watch a game. Uh, my my <laughs> wife's family is coming in for the game on mm, on Saturday. So I am uh, I'm smoking up a bunch of meat. Oh, there you wow. go. And uh, I'm I'm going to to provide my. My son-in-law and brother-in-law duties, uh-huh. and then I'm gonna probably sneak away and watch the game somewhere else. Sneak away and watch. That a boy. So two thirty. Two thirty kickoff. Two thirty kick in Madison. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I I like the points you lay out there in terms of what uh, how Nebraska could win this football game. I think it'd be kind of funny though, and maybe ironic that you fire four of your five offensive assistants and let's say Nebraska actually wins a game late where the offense does something right they score the defense holds up and they actually win a close game the irony is going to be hilarious for that for Nebraska um 
I'm, I'm just. I don't know that it'd be hilarious for the four people without jobs. Sure. Well, for the fans just... watching the game, yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I do care about those guys, but for the fans please, watching, please backtrack a little bit there. Backtracking. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, but but keep right. Thank you for announcing that. I'm yes. Gonna, now that you've said backtracking, yeah. I know yeah. that you've wiped away your previous. <laughs> That's rumors. right. Yeah. Um, I'm curious though if if the offense does perform well on Saturday and against Iowa, or is it just one of those games, you have four. You know, interim assistant coaches right now. Ron, Ron Brown's one of them. you got a couple, three other guys that are filling in. Does it, any of those guys have a chance at being here next year in a full-time role, or do you think they would just completely get four new coaches from outside the program? I would hope they would get four new coaches from outside the program. And with, with you know, no disrespect to, to um, Steve Cooper and to, to – uh, Casano to Brown to Mayo to yeah, Brown. DeMeo. I mean, I, I've seen a lot of people clamoring for Ron Brown to remain as Nebraska's running backs coach, and I just don't think that's a a thing that needs to happen. I mean, I, Ron Brown's had a tremendous career. He also hasn't had a full time coaching job since 2017. I don't know that he's going to connect with. I don't think that he was connecting with recruits at a very high level at the end of his tenure at Nebraska in 2014. I think he's a great position coach, um, but there's there's a lot that kind of goes into that. Uh, and I, I really think that this running back coach position is, is they need to find someone like a Randy Jordan that, that Bill Callahan had in his his run here where it's a, a younger guy that's going to have an opportunity to kind of get a start in coaching career. And you look at what Randy Jordan's done since then. He's been an NFL coach for the last seven years. So um, I I would hope that they go in a different direction. Uh, and I would hope that's spurred on by whoever your offensive coordinator hire is, that he has some ideas as to who he'd want to bring in at running backs coach. So for me personally, I think you, you thank those guys for, for what they're going to do for a couple weeks, but this isn't an audition. This isn't a, you know the kind of place where you jump from GA to being the, the yeah. offensive line coach, uh, or you go from the, the guy who is hanging out with the team and, and having an off-the-field role to being the running backs coach. Yeah, I know. That's my. I just have this 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 wonderful visual of of Nebraska's offense clicking the last two games and like, well, hey, hey, these guys turned it around because of these guys in charge here. <laughs> I, I know. Hey, it's a pipe dream. I'm allowed to have pipe dreams. Yeah. Clicking, how? I mean, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I don't expect Nebraska to come out and put up like 35 points no. in either. That'd be amazing. That would be incredible. But could they Wisconsin? just do what they've been doing and yeah. hit a few big plays and put up 20 to 25 points? You know, anything more than 25 is sort of a pipe dream in itself. But 25. They haven't done it a lot this year. Yeah. What do you What do you think a good point total for Nebraska against Wisconsin is? That gives them a chance yeah, to win. It? If what you could get to 24, I would. I would think Nebraska has a great shot at winning. I mean, anywhere in that yep. 20, 20 to 24 I range. I mean, I, I think this game's going to be in the teens for the most part when you're in the fourth quarter. So, um, you know, if you can get to 24, that's three touchdowns and a field goal or eight field goals or, you know, a variety of things in between. So eight field goals seems a little extreme for a team that, uh, you know, it's about a 50 That doesn't make field goals. They the field don't make field goals in so. this team. It's a uh, – it's a deal where um, I I don't think just because of the changes made, Nebraska is going to show up into a slaughterhouse on Saturday. I, I think they're going to come out and play um, pretty well, and I think they'll do what they've done all season, which is hang tough with teams. Do you think – okay, so we, we saw Nebraska hang with Ohio State, of course, a few weeks ago in, in Lincoln, uh, two weeks ago. I'm curious, 
Ohio State obviously looked really good against Purdue last week in a blowout there. But it, let's say Wisconsin beats Nebraska in the, in the end of this season on a long win streak. Do you, is this the year that could finally maybe beat Ohio State if Ohio State gets the Big Ten championship? Could they beat them? Because the Buckeyes, they look really good. But against Nebraska, they, they certainly were beatable that day. I just don't trust Graham Mertz. I mean, I like his only good game this year came against Rutgers. And he had two hundred and like fifty yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. It wasn't even like it was a you know. He go played pretty good on, last week. Go put it on the refrigerator. Complete, yeah, I mean, completed nine of his first nine against Northwestern. Who's been? Well, well I mean, you guys are always on this Northwestern thing. Then when they're not good, it's oh, they're terrible. I mean, hold on, <laughs> don't, don't look me in with that. Newt, Newt Fitzgerald. Yeah, I mean, is, I mean, is he good or not? I, mean, I love, yeah, I love Pat Fitzgerald. Is Graham Mertz good or not? Uh, I, no, I don't think he's Graham Mertz is not good. Yeah, I don't think so. And a performance against Northwestern yeah. does not mean much to me. He's been okay-ish though lately. No, he hasn't. Okay-ish. Like 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. If you pull up the numbers, yeah. I would say pull them up pull right them up. of his last two games against mm-hmm. Rutgers and Northwestern in which he doesn't have to do much of anything. Right. Fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The previous three games, I think he's hanging out at 100 yards and he's like 7 yeah. for 15 yeah. in those games. Last two. Okay, here, here's the season stat. He's got eight touchdowns, nine picks on the year. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> The last, the, the last three games. So when he beat when they beat Iowa, twenty-seven to seven in that game, as Schaefer was saying, he was eleven for twenty-two, one hundred and four yards, and a got, he got over a hundred as a quarterback. <laughs> He's making fun of him. What are you doing here? He got over uh, hundred in, in the win against Purdue, yeah. thirty to thirteen. Yeah, right? I watched. It was bad. He was five for eight yeah. for fifty-two yards in that game. Yeah, he didn't have to do much. against Army, eight won, of eight of fifteen, one twelve. In that game, yeah. those against, are wins against Northwestern. Eighteen to twenty-three, a good two touchdowns and a pick against Rutgers. Eleven to sixteen for two forty, so big plays, three touchdowns and a pick. But yeah. before that, the Iowa, Purdue, and Army games were, were nothing at all. Right. In wins yeah. for Wisconsin, W's. They've won, six. but they found a way. They found a running game. Yeah, again. Has, he doesn't have to do that much. No, but I think that he's going to have to do more against Nebraska because it's a better defense than either yes. of. Northwestern or Rutgers have been and uh if if they can avoid and this is where it comes down to can Nebraska avoid turning the ball over multiple times against Wisconsin if they do that they're going to be in this game I just Wisconsin's offense isn't good enough to go run away and hide from you no and Nebraska's defense has has not really wilted no this year good defense and so um you know I, I don't think they have weapons on the outside that are going to be able to to do what Jackson Smith Najigba did, um, or anything of uh, like. You don't that. think Danny so, Davis can do that? No, <laughs> I uh, I think I'm more concerned about Jake Ferguson than I am Danny yeah. Davis. So, I I I fully expect Nebraska to be in this game in the fourth quarter. I do. I mean, I I don't care that they don't have four assistant coaches. I don't care that they're three and seven. I think there's a lot of pride of guys over there that it's a senior heavy defense. That uh, you know, 
They haven't quit this year. I don't expect them to do it on Saturday in Madison. No, I don't either. Yeah, I think that's a, it's a f- fair question to ask. Just be term, in terms of Nebraska's season, you know, you can't go to a bowl game. They have they have been so good this whole season long. The defense and the dam just has not broke yet. You know, they they have been very very strong. So I think there's there's some fans out there that think that it it could break these last two games because you can't go to a bowl game and you question their desire to push just like they did the last. 10 games sure when they were still in play does any part of you fear for that at all or not no not really because a lot of those guys are trying to have careers that go beyond nebraska i mean there's a lot of pride when you play defense it's a group that uh wants to go out and be successful and as much as uh as much as people hate hearing this there's a lot of guys that need good performances for their own, you know, ability to whether it's to hold a job for next year, whether mm-hmm. it's to yep. uh, go get a job in the NFL next year. Like just because for the fans, the bull thing isn't out there. These guys have their name on the back of the jersey that matters to them as much as the name on the front does sometimes. And they're not going to want to just go lay down in Madison and watch Braylon Allen run all over them. So I, I don't think Nebraska's defense is just going to come out and do nothing. And you have guys like Nick Henrich and Luke Reimer and Miles Farmer and Quentin Newsom. They're all coming back next year. Ty Robinson's coming back next year. Garrett Nelson's coming back next year. Yeah, I mean, there's players. Isaac Gifford's getting his real first opportunity. I mean, I just don't think those guys are just going to be like, yeah, well, season ended last week. I, you know, I, I think of the two units, I feel more comfortable that Nebraska's defense is going to play well. well they there's should. less questions about it. And the other thing you have that all they your have, assistant coaches on defense. They have a defensive coordinator that they love to play for. That's true. And I don't think Eric Shenander is going to accept for them to just be loafing it on the field. And I wouldn't look for that on Saturday. We saw uh, this week JoJo Doman. Of course, he's not going to play the next two games. He's out for the season. His career is over at Nebraska. But Todd McShay put out a video. He, he believes that he could be – a day two pick, which would be second or third round in the NFL draft. Is that where you kind of had pegged him at? And also, who do you believe could be joining him in getting drafted this year from the team as we get close to the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, I I guess I would have thought more day three um, coming into the year. He's been so good and he's so versatile that it just takes one kind of defensive coordinator who's basically like, we kind of need a chess piece like this that you can you can move around. And oh, by the way, He's always going to be serviceable on a 45-man roster on game day because he can go play every special teams unit. Um, so I, I think that JoJo Doman's versatility is really going to be helpful. I, second day feels high for me because his his measurables I don't expect to be like off the charts by any means. But, um, you know, he's got great film and you could just put on that Ohio state game and show what he did there. And you can see the, the versatility, the athleticism, you know, the, the different ways that he can be deployed in an NFL. That's increasingly looking for defenders that can play in space and he can do that. And so I, I think he'll, he'll certainly have an opportunity. Um, I, I don't know that I think that it's a hundred percent going to be second or third round, but we'll see how that plays out. Cam Taylor Britt, I expect to be drafted. What, Damian, what day? I don't know. I mean, I'm not a prognosticator. We'll just say day three to okay. be safe on all of these. Okay, guys. all right, it's fair. Um, Damian Daniels is the one that I am probably most curious about because I think he's the most difficult for Nebraska to replace. I don't think they have anything on their roster that's Damian Daniels right now. Hmm. Um, hmm. And then I just think he's really good. Uh, and and in the current environment of the NFL where you kind of have to have six to seven defensive linemen, 
rotating throughout a game, being able to throw him in the middle of your defensive line uh, on in goal line units and short yardage units um, on first and second down against run heavy teams. Like I, I just think that he's going to carry a lot of value. So I, I expect that Damian Daniels gets drafted as well. We talked about Austin hmm. Allen. Um, I, I think he's going to the NFL draft. I mean, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening there. Uh, I think very highly of Austin Allen. Um, because I think he can sort of provide everything for you and early in his career as a second or third tight end uh, could be pretty helpful, um, especially around the, the goal line. So uh, I, I would see Austin Allen probably as I just, well. Yeah, I would just wonder how high he might go. I'm, I'm not saying he's by any means a, like a day two pick, but people, you know, he's got pretty good film. They don't throw him the ball enough. He hasn't had many touchdowns. He hasn't had as much yards as you think he probably could, but that's somebody. Did he have three it, touchdowns in his career? Is that that's probably right, but yeah. if you if you're watching him play and you see the catches he's made Let and, and get open, um, you know, an NFL scout might say, "Hey, that guy has been underutilized, but he is good." I think the thing about Austin Allen that probably doesn't get as much love is we all know that he has good hands. We all know that he's dependable. He's pretty good after the catch too. Yeah, like he he's harder for defensive backs to get down, and that's something that if they could get him the ball a little bit more squared up against safeties and DBs, like. He kind of has the ability to to get an extra six to ten yards on a play that Nebraska doesn't always get from their receivers. Three TDs in his career. Yeah, yeah. Three he had TDs. one against Minnesota in twenty twenty, and then two this year: yeah. Michigan and Minnesota. Minnesota right? Yeah, he's going late. Yeah, he has um, twenty nine catches this year for four oh four. So he also, if he uh, what, if he grabs six catches over the next two games, he will set the receptions high yes. for tight ends. At Nebraska, passing who? Jake Sorensen. In a season or in a season? In a season. Oh, season. oh you know who it is. You know uh, who it is. Well, there's a couple options here. Well, go ahead. You got Matt Herrian. No. No. Is it after that or before that? Way after. Way after. Uh, in a season. He's a blonde-haired kid. Kyler Reed? Nope. He might have dyed his hair blonde, Kyler, <laughs> at some point. Uh, I think he um, did, actually. Yeah, I think he did. Know, I'm having blank in here. He's a one-year wonder. Tyler yeah, Hoppus? Yeah, it is yeah. Tyler Hoppus. Yeah. Tyler Hoppus yeah. has the record yep. from uh, 34 seriously? catches in 2017. No way. Way. <laughs> yeah. That, that is a shocking stat I mean, to me. You can go I, think right I, I, liked, I like Tyler Hoppus, uh, but yeah, uh, that's, Hold on, I'm going to double-check it. I think, I'm double-checking. and I'm just doing this off the top of my head, the three most seasons in terms of yards and catches of the like last 15 years would have been uh, Mike McNeil in like 2008, Tyler Hoppus in 2017, and now Austin Allen. And- I, I have screamed and begged and pleaded on these airwaves for years for <laughs> Nebraska to utilize the tight ends more. They have, they've That's had it. some guys. It was Hoppus. You look at... Iowa, they use tight ends every year, and it's not a sexy offense, but it works, and they score in the red zone. Tight ends are the key to scoring in the red zone. Okay. They are. They're the key. They're the key. And Nebraska has some, and they just don't throw it. You know, the Minnesota game, yes, they threw it when the game was over, the very end. A great catch by Allen. And you said, where has that been the whole year? They just refuse to call plays to the tight ends or throw to them in the red zone. Well, if they don't catch it, maybe get a pass interference. Would you like me to explain how they don't have touchdowns to the tight ends in the red zone? Please. Because they don't call a lot of passes in which the ball travels across the goal line in the red right. zone. Because they are unbelievably scared of their fourth-year starting quarterback 
and he himself is not particularly aggressive when passing in the red zone either on the few pass plays that are called. So they don't, they have an incredibly low amount of passes that cross the goal line. Yeah, it uh, is yeah, I know. stunning, and that's why you are. That's why that's why you are where you are right now. Nebraska. If somebody was was doing a deep dive on Nebraska football, and say hey, this team's not bad. They they move the ball. They they the defense is good. What's the problem? You look at again special teams. Of course, is one part, but you look at just the red zone, how they operate down there, and you say, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's maddening. It, it's, it's it cannot be that hard to fix that area of the field. They're very conservative in the red zone. And okay, it tells what's your record. Okay, uh, let's do this quiz for Jake. Um, Hoppus is, is is the answer. Thirty four passes for three hundred seventy seven yards. His reception total in two thousand seventeen bettered the previous record of thirty two catches by. Do I get a hint? No, Matt Herrian. No, oh, he's going to Matt. Mike McNeil. Yes, good job. I gave him the answer. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, he did say that earlier. <laughs> I said it was Mike McNeil in two thousand eight. Yeah, nine. Uh, it was two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand. Okay. Um, and then uh, a Tyler Hoppus. So, yeah, I thought it was 2008 because in 2009 I got in trouble with Mike McNeil because I referred to him as going as the Invisible Man for Halloween because yeah. he hadn't done much oh, that boy. year. Oh boy! Oh wow! Schaefer, he didn't easy. He didn't like argue it, but he was sort of made the point, and it stuck with me ever since that you can't blame the tight end or the receiver for receptions when they don't get the ball thrown. It's through. true. He's got a so. point. Um, yeah, 09, it says on the website here. It could be 08, okay. but maybe they got it wrong. Very possible. Oh, oh, 08 or 09. Uh, if you have any questions for Mike Schaefer, please call or text 402-464-5685. More next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. 